And let's return to that weather now with already hammered parts of the country standing by for another round with Mother Nature. Coromandel, Gisborne and Hawke's Bay are all under heavy rain warnings and Auckland is on notice too with a severe thunderstorm warning. Now the government spokesperson tonight is Michael Wood who is also Minister for Transport Auckland and Cyclone Recovery in Coromandel too and he joins us now. Uh, Kia ora Minister, how is it looking out there? Oh, kia ora evening, uh, Lisa. I'm at my office in Mount Roskill in the middle of Auckland and it's been very heavy rain and, and thunderstorms that's been making its way down the city over the afternoon. And so we are just asking people to keep a very close eye uh, on the forecast and on the advice from urgent, emergency management uh, in Auckland, Coromandel, Hawke's Bay, Bay Tairawhiti and all, all of those areas who have experienced flooding uh, and slips in recent weeks. Uh, we need to be prepared. We can get through this. Um, but uh, but it's, t- it's time to get ready again. It's flippin' demoralising, though, isn't it, for people who are already, you know, they're evacuating already utterly destroyed properties down in, in um, Hawke's Bay. It's just demoralising. It's really tough for people um, having gone through this, a lot of people having lost um, a lot of their possessions, their livelihoods, uh, and sometimes deeply personal impacts from Cyclone Gabrielle. Um, it is really tough and, and traumatising in some cases to go through this again. You're right in referring to the fact that in the Esk Valley there has been a precautionary evacuation already. Um, that's about being able to evacuate that area in an orderly fashion rather than having to, uh, to wait and do something at night time when it might be more difficult to do so. And we think given the circumstances, it's best to take that approach. What are you uh, hearing about how our roads are holding up right now? Uh, at, at this time I have no reports of major damage. Uh, but we do have forecasts for very heavy levels of rain in, in some of the regions uh, that have been previously affected. And, and frankly, in some cases, the earth has still been moving over the last couple of weeks following on from the initial flooding in Cyclone Gabrielle. So it is possible there'll be further damage and we'll be closely monitoring that. The advice from Waka Kotahi, uh, again, unfortunately, is to, to, to look to limit your travel. If you don't have to be on, on the roads in these regions where there's heavy rain, Please do try and avoid that over the next 24 hours. Well, it was it was spelt out early in the week, up to 400 kilometres of our roads knackered to some degree, and $250 million going towards um, patch-ups, right, to add to the crisis repairs fund. I mean, that, that's not even going to touch the sides, is it, Minister? The $250 million injection that the government announced last week was an initial injection into the National Land Transport Fund. Waka Kotahi has advised that that's what they need to get on with the job in the next few months. But, but we know that there will be further support provided and the people of affected regions can have our absolute assurance that we will be rebuilding that regional network so that communities and supply chains can be connected and that further than that, we're committed to rebuilding the network and really focusing in on resilient connections as much as possible. You're going to have to decide an order though, aren't you? You're going to have to prioritise because not everything presumably can be done at the same time. So what's the measuring stick for who goes first? Well, in the first instance, we're focused over the last couple of weeks on um, uh, restoring the, the key corridors so that all communities can have access for the basics. Food, water, fuel, medical supplies, you can get in and out of town. That has to be the number one focus. We have two major stretches of State Highway, State Highway 2 uh, between G- uh, Gisborne and Wairoa and State Highway 5 between Napier and Taupo, where we still do have major closures in place and they are priorities for further work. And then across the rest of the network, that's right, we do have to look at where are the most important connections initially to begin that rebuilding. But we're not going to waste any time. Uh, We obviously uh, have announced the funding this week. 
Uh, we've announced a new immigration pathway to get the workers here that we need. We were pulling out all of the stops to rebuild mm. these critical connections in these communities. But there is going to have to be prioritisation, right? And you've given a loose, a, a loose definition of what's important. But, for example, I'm just going to give you a list. You've gotten Coromandel State Highway 25A that Waka Kotahi says will be a year in the rebuild. Um, State Highway 2 south of Wairoa, several months in the rebuild. And State Highway 35 to Puya to Tolaga Bay, those people are cut off. You know, which of those should go at the top of the list? Well, this is one of the reasons, Lisa, why we have set up a, a locally-led response. We have key ministers in each of these regions who work with local government and key community leaders, and that will inform some of these questions. So I don't actually think um, it, 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 I'm in the position today uh, to be super specific about those things. We want to engage with the region. So, for example, you know, in my role as, as leading the response in Coromandel, I started a dialogue with Mayor Lynn Salt, the Mayor of uh, uh, Thames Coromandel District Council over the past couple of days about their priorities across infrastructure in other areas. And lead ministers will be doing the same in those other regions. Have you had a meeting, that Extreme Weather Recovery Committee? Have you met yet? Uh, no, but we've begun the conversation. So I've reached out, for example, as I just said to Lee Salt, who's the key mayor there, and we're beginning to... I'm, I'm, I'm leaning on his expertise and his knowledge yeah. to bring together the key people in, in the region so that we as government can be informed by what is important on the ground for these communities. But that the extreme... Just make, sorry to interrupt, Minister, but just that extreme weather recovery committee, which is all the ministers who have been allocated region to advocate for and find out what's going on, and it's led by Grant Robertson, when is the first meeting of that recovery oh, committee? Sorry, Lisa, I thought you were talking about the regional committees. That committee has already met for the first time to begin our work. Uh, Lisa, the other thing I just want to say on the prioritisation piece is that in some of, the ca- in some of these cases... We've only just been able to begin the assessment work on these very badly damaged roads. So we do have to wait for some of that work to come through to enable us to really build up the programme for repairs. But I would just give people confidence that that work is underway and we'll be repairing those networks as soon as we reasonably can, bearing in mind that some of the damage is extreme. The other anxiety is around um, the government uh, assistance package, $50 million fund. Already $25 has been outlined, which is for producers, horticulture and farmers, right? The other 25 no details yet. Um, is there going to be a wage subsidy within that? How's it going to be carved up? People are anxious to know as soon as possible. Well, as you, as you note there, Lisa, we've allocated that initial 25 to the primary sector and that'll largely be for grants. Uh, for farmers and other people in the primary sector to be able to get on with urgent clean-up work. That's what they've told us. They said we when will you announce the second 25, though, finished. and the parameters for that? And we'll be providing further detail on that fairly shortly. Um, that, that won't be too too long. We're working this a bit like a rolling mall, as the Minister of Finance has said. So um, after Cabinet, will you announce that next now. 25 million, Minister? I don't have the timing for that on me right now, Lisa, but it will be, it will be very soon. Ministers are working on that at the moment. What we have to do is make sure that when we allocate money out, that we get it to the right places. We have processes within these regions that get the money out efficiently to people and to the right people. And it is better to take a few days to work that out well so that the right money gets to the right people. But there won't be too long to wait there. And Lisa, we know that there's going to be more that's required from government to support communities. But I hope that people can see over the last week that we've acted, whether it's a transport investment, this package, 
the immigration package will keep working to support these regions. Minister, while we've been talking, there is an emergency mobile alert that has just been issued to residents in Rodney, Helensville, Upper Harbour, Teatatu and Henderson Valley. And the alert is warning of landslides and flash flooding brought on by high-intensity local localised downpours. It's also warning people um, that they need to be ready to evacuate if necessary. Your response and reaction to that, please. Well, Lisa, as we said before, this is another serious weather event, and that is very tough. But the advice is to be calm. We've gotten through this before. Follow the instructions from emergency services. Be prepared to leave your home if floodwaters rise or the situation becomes serious. Have a plan to do that. Look out for the information and look out for vulnerable people around you who may need your assistance if this becomes a more difficult situation. This is really tough for everyone. I acknowledge that. This is my hometown too and I'm, I'm feeling it for people. But we can get this, through this together with calm heads, with good advice and by looking after each other. Appreciate you joining us this evening, Minister. That's Minister Michael Wood.